our spirit. What is it? Where does it go? Are we able to see them using our mind's eye? If so, just what can spirit teach us? Welcome to School Through Spirit. Host Diet Renee is a certified psychic medium and master teacher of psychic and mediumship development through LWISSD. Diet was born knowing spirit and now is here to help you better understand the spirit world. And now your host, Diet Renee. everybody. Welcome to School Through Spirit. I'm your host, Yet Renee, here on WLTKDB.com. Um, School Through Spirit really is a show where I explore different people's lives, their journeys, and how spirit has impacted it. Now, each week, I do have a small discussion based on something that spirit gave me, and then I go on to my guest. And my guest today, guys, you've seen her before. It is Heather Lee Lendon. God, I want to make sure I said that right. Because <laughs> we all know I screw up names. I screw up some names so bad. But yes, it is Heather Lee Landon. Remember, she is a lady from the Warren Legacy. I want to let you know, guys, today is a book launch day for Heather. A book launch day. What's that mean? Today, I believe it's today. Her book's being released. Her newest book is being released. Um, I believe she's all healed up. I hope she's all healed up. She's had some surgeries. And I do believe she'll be going on tour soon. I, I actually think it started because I think she was at an event in Orlando this weekend with um, Chris McKinnell. And you remember him, guys, from Peru. So good morning, everybody. I'm seeing, I'm seeing Facebook users. Oh, I hate that. It doesn't give me who you are. So hello, hello, hello. And hey, good morning to both of you. I'm just repeating your comments so you know. Now, I do also want to let you know, hello, good morning, Miss Jody. I am doing this old school way again because, you know, me and my producer never get to talk anymore. Like, ever since we started the whole countdown things and we got kind of professional, we never get to chit-chat. So I'm like, oh, bonus. Keep them, keep the countdown to yourself. Let's get this done. And we just talked. So that is what is what's going on. So I'm doing a little bit sharing. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Tim. So I'm doing some sharing as we go right now. So you're going to have to kind of deal with that for a minute. I do apologize, but you know what? Nobody's ever said I still lost a gift to gab no matter what I did. Anybody that knows that knows that's true. So um, super awesome. I want to let you know this weekend I'm doing nothing. Why? Because I'm going to Florida, taking my granddaughter to Florida. We're doing a, the Addie Field trip. As you know, I did that back in March. We're doing it again. <clears throat> um, we are going to Disneyland. We are going to Epcot Center. Taking her to the Mermaid Show. Don't tell her it's a secret. And <laughs> and then I'm going to Universal Studio. Oh my God, that's what I had to talk to you. One thing I got to talk to you guys about. Okay, you all know I love my nails. I may not care about my hair, my face, anything else, but my nails have got to be done. And I promised this guy I would show them. You guys see these? Okay. Get the thumbs. They are complete and total Harry Potter nails, guys. And I am going to do a big shout out to my, the nail guy that did it. His name's David. He works at U.S. Nails in Janesville. He is the best artist. Look at that. Look at that owl. Look at headboard. Look at that owl. Look at the details, guys. This guy is a magic magician when it comes to nail art. And I know a lot of people don't care, but I'll tell you what. If you're a woman and you want to get some nail art done, this is the man to go to. David at U.S. Nails and Jaisal. He rocks. Totally rocks. Um, 
I don't know if that was unwarranted or not, but I mean, come on. I'm so excited about these. I've gotten so much many compliments on them, so I'm loving it. Um, but anyway, kind of let's get back to the day. So, yes, we have got Heather landed. Now, because I'll be in Florida, um, I just got back from Florida yesterday, Kentucky, taking my grand college and stuff. Oh, oh, my gosh. That is so much fun. Isn't that cool? I love that. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, so next weekend, I won't be here. Obviously, I'm going to be in Florida. And I know you're all going to go, oh, my God, where are you at? Because you guys are awesome and you always watch. And I appreciate you so much. But I'm not leaving you high and dry. We're not doing the old, what I used to do, which was, um, remember how I used to just do a replay? And we'd be like, oh, well, you know, Stephanie, um, my assistant and one of my best friends, um, literally said a while back, hey, you should have guest hosts. So guess what? Next weekend is a guest host, and it's a dual guest host, not one, but two. Danny Lucemore and Terry Flick are coming on to guest host. They're doing it in tandem. Um, they own uh, Soul and Synergy, <coughs> LLC, excuse me, up in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Um, they are Reiki masters and tarot teachers, and just to meet, I mean, these, these two are rock stars. They also own a production company called Metapara Pro, which I am um, joining with, or I, I can't say joining, partnering with, partnering with, um, just to represent myself. So I'm, I'm entering into the Metapara Pro production company um, to help produce a lot of things, which is awesome. Because we, guys, you know, I'm, I'm doing more and more stuff, right? And then when I get back um, from, oh my gosh, thank you, Heather, for sharing. I appreciate you so much. I love you guys. Oh my God. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, so I love these guys to dub. And again, they're, we're entering just to to jump in and do all this stuff, which is awesome and see where we can go. Because guys, I'm looking at a lot more galleries in person. When I get back from Florida, that is going to be, that's going to be one of the top priorities. <clears throat> really start to get some galleries out there and about. A lot of people have been asking for them. So I'm like, hey, why not do it? Let's not do it. Let's just, let's just blow up. Let's do it everywhere we can. You know? <clears throat> So, oh my gosh, Spirit is like jamming my head with so many things. It is crazy. <clears throat> oh my God. And I don't apparently want to talk about any of them because my throat chakra is just going <clears throat> on me. Um, so they have, they haven't given me a couple of different things. And they gave me one topic to talk about this morning. And now they're just popping another one in my head. So which one to talk about? Uh, I want to talk about the first one first, and maybe that'll lead to the second one. And if I don't get to the second one, apparently my throat chakra is not going to mind because it's, it doesn't want to talk about it anyway. But, um, and who figured yet doesn't want to talk? <laughs> that never happens, does it? So um, let's talk about one of the biggest questions. I taught a class yesterday <laughs> to clear the throat ch the chakra, LOL, ghost. <laughs> I love that. Oh, my God. I hate the fact that Facebook only ever puts Facebook user on here. Where do I, where, what page are you guys commenting on so I can go and get it up here so I can see who's commenting? This is driving me batty. Um, so, oh, it's driving me batty just because I can't see it all. It's driving me batty. Oh, my God. Well, give me a sec. I got to see if I can figure out where your names are because this whole hide it from the host thing is not a fair game to play. So I gotta see. I gotta see where if I can find where they're at. Maybe you're on here. No, nope, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's gonna be hide and seek on me all day long. Who knows? So let's talk about this one, the first subject. And I will tell you what this. I, I taught a class yesterday, 
and oh my God, you guys know, I don't get rich teaching, just so you know, guys, I do not get rich teaching. But, and I mean, it doesn't matter. I'm coming from face. Thank you, Jody. You're, Jody, you're, Jody, you and Tim are the only two names I can see, which is crazy. Um, those are watchers from the group. Thank you, darling. Thank you. That helps me. Um, <laughs> because I'm like, oh, thank you, Todd. Um, so basically, I taught a class and I love teaching. I love it's just it's a huge passion for me. I mean, I'll tell you what, if you were just gonna tell me 10 years ago I was gonna be a teacher, I'd have flipped two birds at you, but there's no way in hell I hate it. Um and and things of that nature. Okay. Notification from Ty is how I joined. Okay, perfect. Oh, I love it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad to see that. Um, I know Facebook's got some new privacy thing, which is cool for privacy aspects, but you know what? It, it takes all names off of everything, which really sucks. So if you want me to know who you are, guys, even though I, I can kind of guess sometimes, you're just going to put your, you know, like a little dash in your name. And you, only your first name. I know most of you. Um, so anyway, you know, anyway, to, to change my story into, like, being a teacher is huge. Good morning, Miss Holly. Being a, being a teacher is huge. I love it. Um, it's really amazing. Hey, thank you, Terry. Glad to see you. And um, what I have found. What I have found is this one of the biggest questions I have, and you know, I, I and it's it's it just blows me away because what happens is I'll teach all day, I will give so much information. And I mean, if you've ever gone to my beginners class, um, whether online or in person, it's a ton of information. And if it's in person, I mean, I am talking until I'm hoarse. I mean, even me at the end of the day is like, I'm done, this mouth is gonna and not anymore which is almost unheard of and almost an impossibility to shut my mouth up. But the one question I get at the very end, and it always happens, is, but how do I trust? How do I learn to trust? And I'm like, God, that is probably literally the best question ever, ever. How do I learn to trust? Um, hey, Kevin, good morning. And I'm going to tell you, it doesn't matter if you're psychic, if you're a medium, if you're a Reiki teacher, if um, you're a banker, if you're a teacher, if you're whatever. It doesn't matter. That is the question of the day, okay? Because when you first start to do stuff, trust is literally the biggest obstacle we have, okay? And it is in any line of work, any line of work. And I don't care if you went to school for you know, 30 years, even a doctor, even a doctor that has gone through everything, his residency, he's finally on his own. I will tell you that first week or maybe two weeks, it's all going to be about trust because he doesn't have somebody to back him anymore. He doesn't have somebody over his shoulder, you know, double checking his work. He's on his own. Okay. And he's got to trust that with all the information he's getting, he's giving the right information back. He's giving the right diagnosis. In banking, their first week on the job, are you not terrified you're going to lose half the till? Or you're going to give short people money or 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 take too much money? I mean, whatever it is. Are you, you know, you're, you're, you're not trusting that you may not get robbed if you work at a, at a gas station. You know, all of these things happen in the first line of work, no matter what it is, trust is the issue. It really is. Now, I am going to tell you, there's no difference in being a psychic and a medium versus any of those jobs. There really isn't. The big difference is, though, because I will honestly tell you, the big difference is, one, you do all the time. The other one, you only go to nine to five. Okay? You only go to nine to five. 
The difference in that is the nine to five job, you're going to get feedback all the time. And the other, you're not. Okay? Are you following me, guys? So in the psychic world, and we're just going to go psychic world, okay? Or if, talking with your guides, psychic world, getting information, trusting the information, all of that aspect, okay? These are things we do 24-7. And you don't have to be a psychic to do it because remember, guys, everybody's a psychic. Everybody. You were all born with this. You may not put the hashtag psychic over your name like I do. You may not be able to do it on demand like I can, but it doesn't mean you don't do it. It doesn't mean the information doesn't come in. It doesn't mean that you are not speaking with your guys on a regular basis. Good morning, Deidre. Happy Monday. Oh my God, I haven't seen you on here forever. I love it. Um, welcome back. Um, it doesn't mean that that doesn't, I mean, it's, it's always there. It's always there, okay? Always, and I'll, I will tell you that all the time. And how, how I'm going to explain this, how how this is going to make sense for the people going, what the hell are you talking about? No, I'm not psychic. Yeah, you are. Okay? Because how many of you, the phone is ringing and you knew who it was without a different phone, you know, phone tone or announcing the name? You just knew it was mom or you knew it was your brother or you knew it was your husband, whatever. How many people have known that? How many people, you know, and this is a raise your hand challenge, guys. So, you know, how many people have been on their way home from work, always take the same way, and you're, in, in your mind you heard, take a right. You just went, loop and mindlessly followed the right. Raise your hand if you've had that happen. How many of you have literally had absolutely no issues with just knowing answers out of nowhere, just knowing information, and you're like, you don't know how you know it, you just know it. And you think about it, and you're like, God, did I hear that someplace? Did I, you know, did somebody tell me? And no, that's none of it. Raise your hand if that's, you know, if that's happened to you. These are all things. These are all psychic type abilities. These, and I'm going to tell you, they're abilities because these are your God-given senses. These are your abilities, and we are you. We get those to navigate. We have those to navigate through life. So you're doing this all the time, guys. The difference is you don't have somebody giving you feedback going, hey, good job, you did it. Why? Because we're on our own. We're on our own. So that's the biggest question I get at the end of the day when I get done teaching is, how do I trust? I'm going to tell you, your only feedback you're going to get, especially in the beginning, is your own feedback. So I want you to carry, you know, if you're really OCD, you can get one of them little pocket wallets or notes on your phone or if you're a little bit more trusting of your memory, you know, wait until you get home to a journal. And every time, you know, throughout the day, note, note, I heard take a right, I took a right. Note that, um, you know what, I seen an argument that was going to happen with, you know, a fellow employee before it happened. You may not have done things to change the argument, but you've seen it beforehand. You just knew it was going to happen. Make the note of it. Okay. It's making those notes, making that conscious note into your mind saying this is happening and I was correct this was happening and it was correct this is happening and this is correct it is that mental note it's that mental feedback to yourself on a regular basis now I'm going to tell you you're going to have a lot of times especially once you start to pay attention and you start to notice it where you're going to hear take the right and you don't take the right and you're in a traffic jam for two hours and you're going to go I should have listened I should have trusted what I was getting Okay, and that's where you're going to start going, wait a second. 
So you're going to get all the, I was right, this information was flowing in, and I was accepting and going with it. And then you're going to get that I wasn't trusting it. And that's actually going to help Herb tell you to actually learning how to trust more and learning how to go with the information. And then what happens, and this is when the beauty happens. This is when the beauty, and I haven't quite gone there yet because I'm freaking stubborn. I'm really stubborn. And, and I'm going to another challenge. If you're stubborn, raise your hand. <laughs> because if you're like me, you like to argue with them. Okay, so once you get to the point where you're trusting and you're listening and you're paying attention, if you realize these people on the other side are really on your team to make life a lot easier and you argue with them and you say, I'm not taking that right because it's going to take me an extra 10 minutes out of my life and I don't want to waste that time. And I think I can, I think I can trust my luck and I'm going to get through whatever's up here trying and you're still stuck in that traffic and you're going, oh, I knew I should have listened. And when you start kicking yourself in the butt for not listening, trust me. It starts to make you listen a little bit more because there's so many times you'll take that right. There's so many times you'll take the right and you have no clue what you've avoided. None. You're just going on blind faith. And that's what that's that's what really gets you, because all those times you take the right and you, um, blind faith and you don't know what you missed. You don't have a clue what you missed. So you start doubting it. <laughs> I'm not yelling at you, Tim. But that is literally how we build this. That's how we develop this. This is how we go with this, okay? Now, other ways to learn to trust, other ways, and that's just the simple things in life. That is literally just the simples, you know, start to listen to your guides. And when I say listen, it might be, you might hear it in your mind. You might have just, you know, something. It might be a gut feeling. It might be, um, you see a visual in your mind, like an image in your mind. Um, that That's what I'm talking about when I say listening. Okay, <clears throat> so God, my throat chakra is still like, oh, talk about it. So anyway, when you continued with this journey and you're going, okay, that's that's all good. But how do I figure out how all this works? Okay, well, that's how we start to break down these senses. And I call them senses. You know what? For the longest time, we've always called it clairvoyance, claircognizance, claire. You know, claire is just a, a cool, cool tune for France. It's just clear, knowing, clear, hearing, clear, whatever. But you know what? I will tell you what today, even in this world, people have no clue what those words were. I have so many people in, in this world that go, I'm a clairvoyant. I go, oh, you see things? And they're like, no, I hear. Okay, well, clairvoyance means seeing, not hearing, but that's okay. It's just the terms get, people get, you know, they get lost in the terminology. So I've gone back to just using senses because I think it makes a little bit more sense. So if you want to, you know, develop your sight, you want to develop that ability to see images in your mind. I want you to take a week and practice using your normal eyesight, okay? Your eyesight. I want you to start to look at things. I want you to spend time staring at a tree. Start looking at it from a different viewpoint than you did before. So many of us see trees and we're like, oh, it's an oak, it's a maple, and we go about our day. But I really want you to look at that tree. I want you to look at the bark of that tree. I want you to see the different colorations in it. I want you to see the lines in it. Do you see images in it? Because I'll tell you what, we all see green man in the tree. I want you to look up at the leaves. I want you to see the shapes, the different colors of greens. I want you to see the different sizes of the leaves. I want you to see where the the you know squirrel might have nibbled on one or a bug might have nibbled on another and how it just kind of de des designs itself. When you look at people, I want you to really look at their faces. See those lines. See their expressions. See if they go flatline in their face, whatever it might be, but really use that eyesight to see. 
And as you're developing that, where you're really using your eyesight to see, you're also working then with that psychic sense, that extra sense, and you're developing that sight. Trust me, when you use your regular senses, you develop the extra senses. And I know it sounds crazy, but it's true. Because all of a sudden, your mind is used to seeing images. It's used to seeing details. It's used to seeing all this amazing stuff. And you're going to be mind, it's going to blow your mind when then all of a sudden you're driving down the road and you're going, oh my gosh, what's in your head? You're going, oh my God, what's today going to be like? And all of a sudden you start seeing images of your office and images of your coworkers and maybe an image of a disagreement. You're going, okay, how do I, how do I not have this disagreement happen? And that's what's going to happen to you. You're going to start to see these images and it's going to be mind blowing to you. And then one day after that, it's going to become natural to you. So, but you're going to do the same thing with the hearing. You're going to start listening. Listen to one noise at a time. Go outside. And if you live on a street, listen to the tires on the road and not the engines. Or try to ignore that and just listen to one bird chirping. I love to tell people to go listen to big band music. And everybody's like, oh my God, why big band music? Why? Because there's so many instruments playing. So many instruments. But only listen to one of them. One of them from beginning to end, only listen to one of them. Single it out. You're going to develop that sense of hearing. Now, again, you're developing the outer ear. And I'll tell you what, you'll be able to hear a pin drop after a while. But is what is happening is you're actually teaching your brain to register sound in your mind. You're teaching your brain. You're training your brain. And then what happens is when your guides talk, your brain registers it. And it's mind-blowing. When you work with your senses, your physical senses, and you build those physical senses, how the extra senses really start to kick in. And you're going to naturally start to trust. But it's practice, guys. It's practice. You're not going to do this on a dime. This is not something that just overnight, oh, magic wand, Harry, Par Harry Potter, mystical magical powers are not going to happen overnight. This takes time. It's like going to the gym. You have to build it. You have to work with it. And you have to gain trust in it. Okay? Because if you're like me, society told you your whole life, nope, can't believe it. You're wrong. Not true. It's made up. It's in your mind. Blah, 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 blah. I mean, just the list goes on. So we have to retrain ourselves, don't we? Retrain ourselves to trust ourselves. So, okay? So with that being said, I hope you enjoyed that. I'll hold the other the other topic in for a couple of weeks. Ugh. Anyway, um, in a few minutes, I'm going to come back and you're going to have Heather on with me. This is Jet Renee School Through Spirit with WLTKDB.com. See you in a few. Want to see your video here? Sponsor WLTK DB Talk Radio and watch us make that happen. With your paid sponsorship of $80, you receive a professional produced audio, video, and banner placement on our station. Not only does your sponsorship air during our live shows, but also replayed on our podcast and heard by hundreds of like-minded people. Visit WLTKDB.com to get started and find out just how hard we work to get you noticed. 
The Station mobile app is finally here and ready for you to download free. With the app, you can listen to past shows, view upcoming live shows, read our blog, and even shop. Get yours today at the App Store and Google Play under WLTKDB Talk Radio. Stay connected and informed. WLTKDB Talk Radio mobile app. It's yours. Go get it. Welcome back to School Through Spirit. I'm Diet Renee, your host. Um, I just want to talk a moment about Heather. It's Heather Lee Landon is in today. She is on the board of directors of uh, um, the Warren Legacy Foundation for Paranormal Research. She's on the founder and host of Exploring the Paranormal. Um, founder of Explore, Exploration Player Paranormal. She's got a couple of books out there. The newest went on pre-sale called, back in May. It's Haunted Southern Nevada Towns. And we are going to talk about that book and so much more today. Can I welcome in Heather? Hi, Heather. Hello, everybody. Are you still in Florida? Yes, yeah. Sorry, I had an emergency. I had to take my son to Tampa. Oh. Unexpected, so that's why I'm kind of, hopefully it's quiet enough here. Oh, it, it, it works perfectly. You know, it's got to be better than bringing Chris in through Perot. <laughs> <laughs> we had so much echoing but we made it work it was wonderful it was wonderful right. yeah. so i mean i let everybody know you know what you know they remember hopefully they all remember you from last time um but can you briefly just tell everybody a little bit about you you know just to kind of bring them back up to speed okay yeah i've been uh, researching the paranormal field for more than 30 years and like you had mentioned, I am the, uh, actually I'm the administ chief administrative officer of the Warren Legacy Foundation, as well as a board director, or a board member. Um, not quite a director on the board yet, but. Um, we'll get and, you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I, um, basically I, I do this. I love talking about the paranormal. I love teaching other people. Uh, we help people who need, you know, uh, help with paranormal activity happening in their home. And like this last weekend, Joe, Joe Frankie, Chris McKinnell, and myself were guest speaking at a convention in Orlando. Right. And we, we had a blast doing that, talking about our experiences, helping people with, you know, emotional help, dealing with the paranormal. It was just a really great weekend. I, I will tell you what, I got to see some of those pictures and I'm like, oh my God, it looked like so much fun. And the videos of the Ghostbusters, it was like, why am I not down there with them? I'm like, I'm one more week from Florida. Why am I not down there? Like, my granddaughter would have loved to come in and said hi, you know? Yeah, it, it was a blast. I mean, they had all the horror, you know, celebrities. You know, they had Shawnee Smith, um, Tyler, I can't remember his last name, but all the people who ma played Michael Myers. I mean, you name it, they were there. Oh, all the Michael Myers, too? Wow, that's insane. Yeah. That's insane. What a great time. So you having a book launch. What's, when's this book out? I know it's yes. been on pre-sale. It actually launched this morning, officially. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I would show you a copy, but I sold out yesterday. And that's a good thing. That's a good thing. You know what? Yeah. You can always put in, you know what, on the next break, I will put in the link of it so that everybody can see it. Is it? It's the haunt, It's the haunted one, right? I can't. Haunted Southern Nevada Ghost Towns. Thank it it I, covers all the ghost towns from Tonopah down through the uh, southern tip of Nevada. I love that. I love that. Can you tell us a little sneak about the book? What's yeah, um, 
Yeah, this book covers, I, I wanted to take more of a different direction than what they usually do with History Press, but of course I had to keep it within their guidelines of sharing, you know, the haunted histories of the area. Right. But I also include a chapter, a couple chapters on why ghost towns are haunted, what makes a ghost town. Um, I share information about Tommyknockers, which is the most common occurrence in Florida mines, or I mean, Florida, Nevada mines. Right. And then there's also some, I mean, I take a step through each town. I talk about the history. I talk about why the town may be haunted. And then I also spoke to several paranormal investigators on locations I might not have gone to. And I have their stories and their experiences from those locations. Oh, wow. And then the other thing is you're going to see stories about Clark Gable and Carol Lombard in there because she died in Southern Nevada and he pretty much drank himself to a stupor at one of the local bars there and his ghost and her ghost are both seen at this bar as well as uh, Virgil and Wyatt Earp who haunt uh, Goldfield. Oh, do they really? That's yeah. insane. Yeah, Virgil Earp actually was the deputy sheriff there just before he died and he died in Goldfield. Oh, wow. That's now, how do you get the idea for these books? Well, that one, how do we get the idea for that? <laughs> yeah, that one actually came around. We filmed um, Real Haunts Ghost Towns. Okay. And the producer took us all through Southern Nevada. We went to Gold Point, Goldfield, um, Nelson, Nevada. He had us do investigations. He had us talk about the paranormal claims in these areas. And I had already done all the notes. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to send my notes to History Press and see what they think. And they loved it, and that's how I got that book. Oh, that is so cool. That is so cool. I'm sorry, I'm not ignoring you. I'm literally going all the way to Amazon to get the book, to get it back on this link. I'm like, I'm going to do it. Um, the lady who normally does all this for me is, went and did her own paranormal investigation last night. So she is up and moving, but I'm not going to ask her to do anything more than that. <laughs> yeah, I'm barely moving after this weekend. <laughs> right. The book, guys, is in the chat. I know you'll see it under my name. It's a bunch of letters, whatever, but it is showing up, the Haunted Southern Nevada Ghost Hunts book. So there's a link for it to the Amazon link, but it wasn't pre-ordered, but it looks like you can get it now, like in your hands, which is awesome. And I know we, we talked about doing this show today so we could do it as a pre-launch, so I'm so excited. I I love doing launches for books. I can't even tell you. I've done a few for Luella now, for you. I have another lady doing one for out of Australia in a few months or next month. So I, I love it. I love being that first to say, here it is. Got to get this. You know, <laughs> I love this. So where, where are you going? Are you all healed up now? Are you all well, healed niece, for tour? Um, well, actually things all kind of got messed up because uh, the Friday before my knee surgery, I went in for the pre-op test okay. and I tested positive for COVID. Oh, no. <laughs> so they had oh. to cancel the whole surgery and now we're trying to find time to put it back on the you know schedule without it interfering because I'm supposed to be in Virginia Beach in September yeah. for an event. I'm supposed to be in New York in October. And then the official book tour in Vegas is supposed to hit off in the spring. Which so event? we got to find time in there to. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So what event are you doing in October? Just out of curiosity because of the month. Dark, yeah, the Dark Waters Paracon. Are you? I was yeah. thinking about yeah. going. I was yeah. thinking about it. I don't know if I'm going to go or not. You know, I was accepted in, but I'm still thinking. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, a member of our foundation is actually the one organizing it and running it. Oh, and beautiful. he has, it's myself, Joe Frankie, and then um, Dr. Father Kenneth. Oh, beautiful. Well, I'll be there uh, representing the foundation and speaking on behalf of all the members. Oh, that's beautiful. I love that. And it just, it seems like it too, because I know a lot of the people are, well, I won't say a lot. 
a few of them they're going and they're all just amazing people and representatives of different parts of the community you know so i'm super excited you know and stuff i'm still kind of toying with it you know what i mean like you know you might see me i'm not sure you know what i mean you know so who knows so i might surprise hug and you'll be like do i know you like who are people <laughs> Uh, and that was the weirdest thing this weekend. I'm like, my book is in Nevada, so I didn't think anything of it here in Florida because the event was in Orlando. And people were coming up to me being, oh, my God, I saw your name on the list. I had to come say hi. And it's like, okay. There you go. I love it, it shocked me. Well, well, I don't know why. I don't know why because it's funny. Cause I, I, After our first show with you, I cannot believe how many people said, oh, my God, I worked with her in Vegas. And I'm like, when did she work in – when was she in Vegas? But – they're all talking about my brother. Well, you go. Right. Heather's like a rock star. You yeah. Know? yeah. We lived there for almost seven years. Wow. So. That's incredible. I mean, could you imagine where, did you ever think we're this just interested in something that said boo was going to take you on this journey? No, no. I did all the behind the scenes work and just kind of did it for me. I wanted to find answers for myself. And then about a year or not a year, um, four years ago now, I decided that this is what I wanted to pursue full time. And it just, with a little hard work, it just took off. That's incredible. I, I love that. I love the fact that you've been able to do this, you know, in such a natural way. You know, just so, so uh, in, in how you represent it. It just adds to the delight of it. Don't, don't worry about that. But we told you about the episode I did in Florida with the snake. <laughs> your, your sirens are nothing. <laughs> I sat there staring at a black snake for 45 minutes going, oh, don't bite me, don't bite me, don't bite me. <laughs> You're good. Well, I already already know when I talk to somebody in Florida, something's going to show up and you could be in, the, in your house and behind a fortress and something's still going to happen with a Florida call. You know, that's why when I'm in Florida this next week, instead of like, I was going to go remote and do my show from like Disney or something like that, really mm -hmm. cool. And I went, no, a black snake will show up. Just have somebody host it for you. Just, it's going to be safer. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So um, what else do you have? I mean, what what is your interest with um, paranormal events? You know what I mean? I Or the event scene itself. Does that make sense to you? Like all the different paracons. Because I know some people are like, oh, my God, I love them. It's a great time to really kind of meet different people and, and whatnot versus oh my God, they're a pain in the butt. Does that make sense? Like, Right. Now, I've always loved events. I used to do craft shows okay. years ago. And, and growing up with my mom, we did craft shows and all of that stuff. So the events, I, I just enjoy it, you know, because you get to meet new people. Um, this weekend was the first time I actually met Chris McKinnell in face-to-face. -face. Oh my God. So okay. he's been out of the country ever since I got to know him. And, you know, and Joe Frankie. And it was like we had always known each other. You know, it was just one big family reunion. We had, we even went to dinner afterwards, and we had a blast. Oh you know? my gosh! Yeah, and it's it's also more about just getting our stories out there, letting people know we're there to help, and also to give people a new perspective on how to do paranormal investigations. I mean, no offense to the shows, you know, they're there for entertainment, and they're there to get you know just at least get people interested in the field. Right. But that's not reality. Yeah. You know, so we're there to you know kind of give it reality. And I, you know, I can really appreciate that quite a bit. I can appreciate that because there's a, and I'm not going to speak about the show. I mean, everybody kind of knows one, but there's a new show that's out there. And I have, a, I have a lot of respect for the people having the show because they come at it very authentically. 
they come with it with the reality of it and they tell you right off the bat we're, we're not going for the booze we're not going for the dramatics we're not going for the hoopla you know what i mean right. and i've seen them create one amazing show and now i'm watching another one be created and i'm like wow i can't believe you were able to do it i can't believe the networks let you do it twice right <laughs> you know I, mean? They want, I mean even the documentary that we filmed it was one of those things where they needed to add entertainment value in there yeah and there were some things I might not have done and I might not have approved of. But of course, when you sign up to do these shows and these documentaries, you sign over all your you know rights and they film you. They put what they want in there. Right. You know, like one example is, is I was using dousing rods. We okay. were getting no responses on the dousing rods at all. But there's a scene in the show where you can see the dousing rods moving and you can see my thumb. I mean, my thumbs are clearly moving up. Right. But that was because they said, hey, you know, can you show us how dousing rods work? You know, so I, I demonstrated it, but there's no, it, it's not anything that can be taken out of context. It was just during a series of music where they had clips of us throughout the whole thing. So it didn't say that it was, you know, misleading, you know, hey, this is the response we got. But I had so many people reach out to me. Oh, you faked evidence. You da, 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 da. And it's like, no, if you watch the show, I didn't. But they, they had to put something entertaining in there. And that's really, it's kind of sad because that's not what it's about. You know, it really is. I mean, I've gone into a few places, you know, I, on my own, and I'll tell you what, I've, I've been terrified going, oh my God, why am I here? But other parts of the building, it's like, oh, this isn't so bad, you know? Mm -hmm. So, and I'm learning because right now I'm learning, to, you know, I wanted to learn more about paranormal investigation. I wanted to learn it, like actually learn about it, just not be a person going in with a fool with some equipment going, I don't know what the hell I'm doing, you know? So I'm actually doing some classes now on it just to get more educated. And they're telling me, I mean, the biggest thing is not to have fear. And, you know, because once you have fear, you get a story and you run with the story and you go down a rabbit hole and you're lost and you, you get the boo effect. You get the you get the the Hollywood effect. Yeah. And, and that's what we're um, our biggest lesson that we want to teach people is that there is really nothing to fear. Mm -hmm. The biggest fear comes from you enhancing the activity because you're afraid. OK. Yeah. Oh, I, li I like that aspect. I like that aspect. Now, I'm going to ask you the same question I ask most paranormal people. Have you found the devil yet, or are you still looking? No, no. He doesn't want to mess with me. No. <laughs> I keep asking. I'm waiting for one somebody to go, yes, I finally met him. And then I want, do you have no. coffee, tea? I mean, it's like, where's it go? You know, where's it go from there? Because that's what you hear about with paranormal. You hear about so many people want to say, oh, my God, demons, or, you know, the big bad wolf or you know whatever it might be you know or you hear about oh my god i went in there and oh my god this was aggressive and i've gone into the place going no it's not you know i don't know where you were sitting with that but you know yeah especially with being with the warren legacy foundation we get people who come to us immediately saying you know i have a demon in my house i have x y and z and it's like well if you had a demon in your home first of all you would you wouldn't be saying i have a demon in my home because that demon would be doing everything it could to get you not to get help, you know? So it, it, it's one of those things where it's, it, it's interesting. I know we have several cases that come close to it, but since mm -hmm. I've been in the foundation, we haven't really dealt with anything that we've labeled demonic yet. Right. Well, even Chris, when I interviewed him, he had stated in his past career, which I think is, it's probably longer than yours because he was kind of born into this, mm -hmm. but he said he's had like five or six cases of possession and the whole, the whole time. He's like, right. this stuff is not as as evident or in your face as people like to believe. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's 
you get a lot of, I mean, the Facebook groups don't help either because there's a lot of, you know, hey, someone will post a photo. Do you get anything off of this photo? And you'll have a hundred people saying, oh, it's a demon. Get out, get out, get out. And uh, you look at the photo and it's like, it's a, it's a bug, <laughs> you know, the famous orb photos. <laughs> and, I love that. I love that. And, and orbs do exist, but the chances of catching them on film are very rare. Right. You know, and I, I, but so many people want to put fear into yeah. others, you know, and we go into those groups being like, there's nothing to fear. If you want the truth about what you see or what you feel, you know, let us know and we'll help. Right. And I love how you said that because I, I love the fact that people have ring cameras now. You know what I mean? They have ring cameras and it gets, and I have a friend, God bless her. And I don't know, I don't know what it is, but it literally mm -hmm. is for three or four nights at three o'clock in the morning. It was one orb that would come through same time every day you know what i mean so and i think for two of the nights it came in from the same direction you know and crossed it and the next night it came in from a different direction i went you know that's a pretty smart mosquito if that's what that is you know what i mean it's got to watch but i i who am i to say it's not who am i to say it's not a spirit who am i to say that you know what i mean but at the same time i'm like and you can plainly see there's no other activity nothing's going on but the same night bing and you're like and we have a lot of people will be like um, the rods, where you can see the rods with the little frilly stuff on the outside. Yeah. That's usually a moth or a bug that flies faster than the shutter speed of the camera. Okay. And they're like, no, 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 if it was a bug, it would just float across. And no, no, no. There, you know, there, there's so many photographs that we get, and we have to carefully tell the people, because that's the hardest part for me, is when people wholeheartedly believe they're haunted, they're possessed, they're X, you know, X, Y, and Z paranormal. And we discover it's not. The hardest part is telling them that because either A, they don't want to believe it, mm -hmm. or B, they become heartbroken because then they think they're crazy. <laughs> now, my reality would be, what do you mean? I'm not special enough to have something? <laughs> you know, that would be my reality. I'm like, what do you mean? I wanted it so bad. What you, you know, because my heart's like, tell me I have an angel. Tell me I have an or You know, tell me I have something. You know what I mean? Right. And, and, and yeah, I'll be the one that cries because it's not happening. You know, not that you broke my heart for whatever, you know, be the, the special factor is gone, you know? So that's just my world though, you know? So I'm, I guess I'm lucky on some aspects there, you know? <laughs> so what is, um, you know, since we're talking about, you know, debunking some of that stuff, um, I want to go flip it to the opposite side. And what is probably the scariest legitimate thing you found that you couldn't debunk? I would say that it was when I was physically attacked. Okay. Because during that investigation, we had um, our lead investigator, big guy, not big round, but big, tall and bulky. Um, he, his eyes went completely black. You know, and for me, that's the first time I ever saw that. And there was no answer as to why that happened. And when he came to, he had no idea even where he was. He's like, where am I? So he, and we had been at this home for two hours. So wow. it's not like we just arrived and he forgot where he was. And then later that day, I was cleansing the home and I was in the tub doing because she had this huge picture window over her tub. Mm -hmm. And I was putting some cascaria and some sea salt along there, cleansing it. And something came through and just swept my feet up from underneath me, threw me up in the air and I landed in the tub. And, and I even got up and I tried seeing if I could make myself fall because I was like, well, maybe I fell, maybe I, and nothing. So, you know, then here I am in the bathroom screaming. You know, that's not nice. You can't do that. <laughs> and she ended up putting, we could never figure out what it was. We just knew it wasn't demonic. It was just basically a pissed off human being. 
that had passed. And then when she put the home up for sale because she wasn't going to have anything to do with it, I, something told me to go to the real, you know, realtor.com and look at the photos. Right. And in one of the photos of her bedroom or her spare room, it was taking a photo of the, you know, the computer screen, you know, right. showing the room and everything. And you could see in the reflection of the computer screen, two people standing on the other side of the room, the outline of two people. Oh, wow. And I'm like, of course, probably I'm the only one who notices that stuff. And but it just that one we could never explain and we couldn't go back because she sold the home oh wow probably for good reason you know right yeah. she's probably like i want out of here i've had enough you know and you can't blame the woman for that you know yeah. you know I, I i love that i love that but even in that aspect it wasn't like um i mean you could have definitely been hurt obviously you know definitely right. could have been hurt but um, and thank God you weren't, you know, but, you know, you hear about that, you know, I mean, you do hear about people being scratched and things of that nature. Have you ever come across anything like that or no? No, I mean, I've been touched. I know other people have been touched and, you know, just kind of like shoved a little bit. But that was the first case that I ever had that I was physically like I, I came off my feet. <laughs> that would be crazy. It, yeah, it, that was the first time I've ever had anything like that again. You know, and I really haven't had anything like that except for the psychic attack that I had when investigating a mine up in uh, Goldfield. Well, let's talk about that. Because yeah. I'm interested. We were investigating the Florence mine, which um, we were the, at the time, I think we're still the only team. And that's just because the we were filming a doc, not a filming a documentary. We were filming a pilot for an A&E TV series. Okay. And but COVID hit, and of course that got shelved. But we're trying to revive it. <laughs> but there was an area of the mine that was collapsed, and there, you know, there was a part we had to actually crawl to to get to it. And everyone else in the team's like, "Well, we'll stand here where we can stand." And I'm like, "Well, I want to crawl back there." Something was calling me to crawl back there, and for me, it felt like days, hours. Um, but once I got back there, I started hearing screaming. You know, men screaming. Um, I couldn't breathe. I felt like something was crushing my chest. And they actually had to kind of guide me out of there, you know. And even the guy with the camera, he's, of course, filming the whole thing. And the team's like, come on, Heather, you know. It was, I was picking up on the energy of men who died in the collapse. Right. And the owner said that they're still unsure if they got everybody out of there. Oh, wow. So. Wow, that's crazy. That's crazy. Now, do you consider yourself psychic is that and I, I put that quote over just because I everybody's psychic you know everybody is it's, you're born with it um but a person that has developed those abilities or more so no I basically I consider myself more of an empath okay and that's more something that I've just recently labeled myself with because okay. I never really put two and two together like I would suffer we'd go to Disney and I would just start crying for no reason you know, yeah. we'd be at a you know graduation ceremony and I would start crying and just, you know, I'm, I'm a sponge, essentially. And I'm picking cool. up on everyone else's emotions that I thought it was social anxiety. Oh, but the more I learn about it. Yeah, I'm picking up on everyone else's emotions and it's affecting me. So but, you know, I can hear and see spirits. But as far as, you know, mediumship or any type of communicating back and forth, I, I don't have that. But that's probably just because I haven't developed it or focused on it. I was going to say, when you just said, I can hear or see spirits, but I'm not a medium. I'm like, that's the definition of being a medium, Heather. <laughs> you 
You're just not going to go down that avenue. And that's fine. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I think it probably helps you, though, because a lot of, you know, like with my journey of, of learning, um, and I like it because I'm learning from a medium about paranormal investigation. So I, because I am a medium, I rather, you know, I, I, I'm learning to like all the bells and bobs and everything you guys use. And I want to talk about some of that stuff. But um, I'm learning from that aspect, which really has taught me a lot, the difference between a residual energy versus, you know, or a haunted energy versus an actual intelligent being that's there, you know? And there's there's such a difference and people don't realize that, you know? Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, with the residual haunts, it's kind of almost like a tape recorder playing over and over, which goes back to the stone tape theory. But one theory that I've actually started researching more recently is the Superman theory. And that's, um, remember when they created the, they put the entire Bible and the entire Encyclopedia Britannica on a small crystal? Okay. okay. Yes. It goes to the theory that crystals can retain energy and data. Right. And the earth is made up of crystals. Mm -hmm. And the areas that have higher concentration of quartz crystal seem to have higher concentration of activity. But it's all residual because, you know, the, the environment's just kind of replaying, you know, what's happened. Or some people call it, you know, emotional scarring of the earth Okay, is what can happen. When it's an intelligent haunt, it interacts with you. Where residual doesn't even know you're there. You can try to talk to it, but it's going to walk right by you. It's, you know, nothing's going to happen. But an intelligent haunting will interact if you ask questions, if it wants to. Not yeah. always. Right. <laughs> and sometimes it's hard to determine between the two. I mean, I know one story that Chris shares a lot is the popcorn ghost. Okay. There was a client that we had that every morning at like 2 or 3 a.m., they would hear someone walking down their stairs, go into the kitchen, use an air popper, which they didn't own. And then you could hear them walk back up the stairs. So oh, wow. someone who had lived there prior had gone up and down the stairs every night at that time to get popcorn. Oh, wow. And the energy is just, you know, still there. That's great. Now, how do you, if, say you, you have that in your house, how do you get rid of that? Can you get rid of that? No, it's just there. Yeah. It's just there? Well, yeah. that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I want to smell popcorn at 2 o'clock in the morning all the time. I mean, it's a bad time to get a craving, you know? I know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, me setting the diffuser off, like, no, not this time, you know? So now is one to be a little bit more, does one feel more fearful than the other one or do they kind of feel the same to you? They feel the same to me. I'm really not afraid. Okay. The only thing okay. that I don't look forward to is like if you walk around a corner and there's someone standing there that shouldn't be standing there, you know, it's that startle effect like, whoa, you know, right. <laughs> or you, you look in a mirror and there's someone standing behind you and they're not, you know, there's not supposed to be someone there. You know, it's mostly the startle effect, but as far as, you know, there was only one time that I ever, I don't really want to say scared, but I knew I had to get myself out of there. And I'm not a big fan of tech, okay. but I like the all non-tech tools and everything like that. But if we were on an, actually we were just practicing. We had a location that we did practice investigations and someone on our team had an obelisk. And I was, you know, very skeptical about the obelisk because it's pre, you know, pre-log data, you know, who knows, even though they say there's no GPS in there, who knows if they put GPS in it for it to start spitting out words where you're, wherever you're located at. Right. And I'm like, let me play around with it. And I'm walking and I'm watching it. Nothing's happening. You know, it's silent. And I turned a corner and I didn't even realize I had turned a corner and the rest of the team was down the hallway in another room because they had stopped because they were getting interaction with a REM pod. Okay. And I didn't realize they had stopped. And all of a sudden, I turned this corner, and on the obelisk is Death Demon 
sacrifice and devil all popped up like instantly. Oh, wow. And I'm like, you know, still, still not knowing I'm alone. Right. <laughs> I'm like, well, who are you going to sacrifice? And they were like, you came up on it. And I felt a finger run down from the back of my neck to my lower back. And I turn around to like say, hey, did you guys see that? Did you know, is there anyone standing behind me? And I'm alone in this room. Wow. <laughs> I'm like, I'm done. And I separate <laughs> back the rest of the team. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I might have not even gone back to the team. I was in the morning for breakfast. Tom Street, Danny's guys, 10 a.m. Because I know you need sleep. <laughs> that that would have scared me, I think, a little bit, you know. Yeah. But I do know they have like the apps for your phone, and I don't know if it's working on the same premises, you know. But I know I put the app on my phone a few times, and I'm going, "Yep, that's gibberish," you know. But yet mm -hmm. I had somebody else I know put the app on the phone, ask questions. And it actually told her of a shooting that was going to happen right down the road from her at a casino. And she went, yeah, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Well, later on that night, it actually happened. The shooting actually okay. happened and all the details of it. So it was like, and that was a beforehand thing, not an afterhand thing, you know? So yeah. I downloaded the same app and got nothing. <laughs> I, I don't even take my phone on an investigation with me just because, you know, the EMFs and the radio frequencies and everything from the phone can interfere. Okay. So I just turn it off and leave it in the car. So how does that interfere? Honestly, you know what I mean? Because it's the same, you know, you hear that so often that not people say, well, you can put it on airplane mode and it won't do it. Or how, how does it, how does it, is it kind of like the microwave effect or? Pretty much. And it's even putting on airplane mode, it's still emitting energy. Okay. So if you have a K2 meter or you're using, you know, um, an Eddie Plus, if you get too close to that with your phone, it'll still pick up on that energy from the phone. Oh. And same thing with you need, you know, watches. It can pick up on, you know, certain smart watches or, you know, anything with electric, you know, electrical components in it, it can be picked up by some of the technology that's, you know, used. Okay. You know, even um, walkie-talkies. Oh, if you wow. use a walkie-talkie on an investigation, it can trigger, you know, the REM pods, you know, all of that stuff. Oh, wow. So that really makes you, if you're going to go in very, very authentic, it really makes you kind of be almost alone in a sense, if you think about it. You know, because if you ever right. walk or something, you feel like you still have somebody there with you. You know, but if you're going in alone and no communicative devices, it, right. I can see where the fear factor would really kind of kick in. You know, I can really see And that. I know we have members like on some of our teams in the Warren Foundation, they'll actually, when they do residential hauntings, mm -hmm. of course, they'll take a reading of the entire house to see where the hotspots are for electricity. But they'll also ask the homeowner if they have permission to turn the power off to the house, like just cut the power at the circuit breaker. Oh, okay. Because then they know that there's very, there's less of a chance of something interfering. Okay. I, I like that aspect. Now, do you find that water um, is a conduit for, for like intelligence or for activity? It is because water basically is, you know, it's a conductor. It can, you know, electricity. And that's all communicating what spirits is, is some type of, you know, metaphysical electrical component of, you know, because we still don't know exactly what our conscious is made of. Mm -hmm. And being that we can interact through electronics, anything that can conduct, you know, copper, which is why, you know, you use copper or brass dousing rods right to get that communication oh i didn't realize that was the reason for that 
So, because yeah. I mean, I, I was actually paid attention. Oh my God, they all are like copper, you know what I mean? Uh, a metal or, or copper. I was like, why is that? Is it just smoother running? I mean, what's the reason for it? So thank you for that. Right. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I'm one of those, you just give it to me. I'm like, eh, it works. Why so ask a question to myself, you know? So, right. you know, that, that's why me interviewing is probably not the most logical person to be a great, you know, a host because I, I'm just like, I'll accept what you have to say without even asking a question, you know, so, which I love. So what other tools other than dowsing rods do you use? Um, I use, I got laughed at about this this weekend, but I use fidget spinners. Really? Yeah. I wish I had one with me, but I have, um, I ordered a whole bunch of fidget spinners that actually light up. You can push buttons on them and they're all different colors. And if you lay them out and you demonstrate, you know, this is how they work. Cause they, if they're set on a flat surface, they'll freely spin and they're really easy to move. So, you know, the spirits can manipulate that real easy. Right. And with the lights, you can see them in the dark. You can, you know, capture them. And I put them in a hallway with the camera on them so you can see, but they can also be like, you can use them. Like if your answer is this, spin the red one. If your answer is this, spin the blue one. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that way, you know, cause if you ask yes or no questions, Who's to say that they just don't want to answer you? Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> or I mean, if you give them two options, you know, if you get a, res a response, chances are that's an intelligent response because they're actually spinning which one you want them to spin. And okay. I've even said, you know, hey, can you do me a favor to see if you're really here? Can you spin the yellow one? Okay. You know, I like that. Now, do you find with with your basis of questioning them? Do you find um, that the softer you are with your communication? Uh, the more respectful uh, you are, you get more of a response? Most of the time, yeah. Because I'm the type of person that I'll go in. I like to sit in the corner and just watch everyone else. You know, oh. again, my sponge. <laughs> I, I absorb everything and I watch and I see what's going on. Um, but when I do start an EVP session, I'll introduce myself, introduce my team members. And then I'll be like, you know, I'll let them know, hey, if you have any questions for us, you know, we're going to record for five minutes. We'll play it back and we'll, you know, if you have a question for us, we'll answer you back. Right. And I seem to, you know, they seem more curious about us because we're more open to talking about ourselves and not putting them on the spot, okay. you know, with all these questions that we're throwing at them. Right. And that's one thing you see is they're always asking questions. I mean, I would be annoyed. I mean, I don't know about you, but you get these places and this is my scenario. Okay. Like I'm going to bring up Edinburgh Manor because it's the one I do know. And it's booked out like every night with another team, you know, and I, I, I think I, I, I want a night off or two. Right. <laughs> if I was the, if I was the spirit, I'd be like, I'm so sick and tired. Why is it the same questions every, it, like this is hell on earth because mm -hmm. it's the same questions every night, different face, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. And that's the problem is everyone asks the same questions on my blog. I've put, like, you know, 13 out of the box questions to ask when investigating, you know, a ghost town, you know, 13 out of the box questions to ask when you're investigating a jail. And there's so many different questions you can ask besides who are you or my favorite is how'd you die? Sometimes they don't even know they're dead. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but um, one thing that I have done is, um, or the one thing that I always tell people is to make sure that you're educated. I know when you send a psychic into a location, you don't want them to know what's, what the location is or anything about that, which is right. another reason why I don't label myself as that, because right. I want to know everything about the location before I go in, because that helps me gauge my questions. Okay. Because we were actually investigating an old Mormon fort, 
and an old Mormon settlement area that was now, it was transformed into another business. Mm -hmm. And someone had said, you know, who's the president? And we were using a spirit box. And the answer that we got back was Jeff's. And the person conducting the EVP session was like, nope, nope, you're wrong. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. <laughs> the Mormons believe that Jeff's is their president. Oh. Even Warren Jeff's dad was the leader of it. And it's like, they might not know, you know, even back then who their president was because they thought the leader of their religion was the president. That's true. And in my world, I have to get that information and then go research it. Right. You know? yep. <clears throat> Which is the opposite. I can see where your your side of it makes it happen a lot faster. Mm -hmm. You yeah. know, a lot yeah. faster. Mm -hmm. so, yep. which is, and, and we still bring psychics in and do the different, you know, stuff like that. But on my end, I, I like the research. I, I want to know what we're getting into. I want to know, you know, who we're talking to or who we could possibly talk to. Yeah. Oh, and I, I do like, I like that. I do like that only, but I mean, I am the person who wants to go in and not know anything. You know, right. the investigation I went into, she's like, do you want to go blind? I said, do, I, but, but I need to find out about two areas. She goes, why? I said, because people went blabbed about me. I need to go look at them. I need to know where they're at. I need to get them off my radar, you know? And she went, okay. And I'm like, because I'm not going to have anything to do with the rooms now. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I walked to the rest of the building, which is, you know, but that's my way of doing it. And then research later, go, wow, this is really cool. You know, this is what we got. So, um, but I think both, I think both sides work. I think yours mm -hmm. might be a little bit more efficient though. <laughs> I, I get it done without having to go back for more, uh, more investigating. Exactly. And that's, that's very, very true. I love that. So um, now why did you pick, well, I want to go back a little bit. What does, because you, we talked about in the very, very beginning, and I don't want to give too much of the book away, but what does make a ghost town? What does make officially a ghost town? Yeah, I talk about three different categories of ghost towns. The first okay. one is completely abandoned. And what it was is these are towns that used to be the major cities in Nevada. They were, you know, 20,000, 10,000, you know, the largest cities, former capitals of the, you know, county seats, um, former, actually Goldfield used to be the capital of Nevada before okay. they moved it. And all of a sudden, because mining operations ceased due to several factors, including fire, flood, um, the government shut them down for World War One and World War II, um, populations have dramatically declined. Okay. So the first level is completely abandoned, which would pretty much be um, Gold Point, sort of, because Gold Point only has like 23 residents. Mm -hmm. um, Nelson, the only residents there are the two owners of the town, but they open it up for public tours to come through. Okay. And places such as um, Rhyolite, which is no residence whatsoever. There's not even power to the town. Um, and a lot of people go there. And, of course, then you have Potosi, which can only be accessed by ATV and several of those throughout the town. Uh, then you have a working ghost town, which has anywhere from 100 to 200, maybe you know anything less than 500 residents. And these residents work and live in the town. So it's still there, but it's not the 20, 30,000 people who lived there back in the late 1800s, early, you know, early 1900s. And then you have, I call it, you know, nearing or almost a ghost town. And those are places such as uh, Boulder City. It's okay. these towns were huge, especially with all the construction workers working on the Hoover Dam. But now because the Hoover Dam construction is done, it still has a decent population. Mm -hmm. But that's only because it's, you know, 30, 35 minutes from the Las Vegas Strip. 
Okay. And I think if that town wasn't near the Las Vegas Strip, nobody would be there. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. It's incredible that you were, you know, that um, you've really, because I was honestly only expecting like, you know, few people or no people, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But I right. like how you classify that, you know, that mm -hmm. really gives you a lot of good direction to, you know, um, to see what it was. And I think history is a big part of that because where I live close to me, there's, they consider it the most haunted town in Wisconsin. And mm -hmm. I'm like, but there's people that live there. I don't get, I, you know what I mean? It's like, but they're like, you can walk the streets and they're there. And I'm like, well, mm -hmm. when you look at the history of it though, there's a lot of past history there that is, you know, it's not what it used to be, if that makes sense. So yep. like that, that makes sense now why it would be considered a ghost town on some level. Or would yeah, and Nevada has more than 600 ghost towns. Wow. Yeah. Well, I, can, I guess I can understand that considering you had what gold rushes you had, you had, Nevada had a lot going on at some, yeah. I mean, in the old West, that was a killer place to be. They, I mean, California was not the place to be, you know? Right. Well, yeah. that, that does make sense, you know? Now, do you find yourself wanting to go back to Nevada for anything, or do you think you have explored yeah. it all? Yes and no. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I got a little bit of everything. I mean, we the I've investigated, of course, the ghost towns, you know, residentials, um, uh, locations on the Strip, mm -hmm. uh, a couple of the casinos and the hotels. And it, it's just, you know... It, after being there for so long, it wasn't what it was cracked up to be. So we were kind of glad to get back home. Oh, well, there you go. So, so is yeah. Florida home to you or is someplace else home to you? No, Florida is home to us. That's what, I, that's what I thought it was home to. Is there a lot to explore in Florida? There I is. Mean, there is. There's, there's nothing abandoned there. Everybody shows up. You know what I mean? Well, <laughs> like, well, I, you don't have room to move in Florida. It's like, oops, <laughs> there's another one. <laughs> one, of, one of the books that I'm working on, I have uh, have confirmation of there's 267 ghost towns in Florida. Oh, wow. So that's, I'm working on right now. I've signed the contract. I'm um, finishing up my Vegas books, uh, Legends, Lore, and Ghosts of the Vegas Valley, which is going to include a whole bunch of mob stories related oh, to the hauntings in Vegas. And then Florida Lighthouses, both are set to come out. I'm finishing them up at the end of this year. Both are set to come out next fall. And they're hoping that I have enough time to also write um, Haunted Nevada Mining, Haunted Nevada Mines, right? where it just focus on, on the different mines and the caves and everything through Nevada. And then they want me to do Haunted Florida Ghost Towns. Oh, wow. That'd be really cool. You know, I got an idea for you just because I'm the, um, when you said the gangster thing, not that long ago, I went on an investigation, and I, I actually sat there and I laughed because it's it's one of Al Capone's old hangouts. And, of course, in the Illinois area, he has a lot of them. I mean, there's a lot. And you know what I mean? And that man, there's a reason why he was as, as successful as he was, you know, because if he wasn't there, he was up north in the northwoods of Wisconsin, you know? Right. But it was so funny because we went into this, this establishment, and they always take him into the basement because that's where all the activity is. Well, me being the medium, being able to talk, you know, we got a like a REM pod going off and, you know, all the tools are like hanging out with us. They got some downstairs. But when I was upstairs, he was, he was talking to me the whole time. He's talking to me and he's making the buzzes and never, and they're downstairs going, this has never happened. There's, there's always activity. There's and upstairs, the group I was with, they're like, we have got nothing but bells and whistles. It's because the guy, and he, we were joking and laughing, but it wasn't Al Capone. It was one of the flunkies, you know what I mean? One of the men. But it was really kind of interesting because, you know, I have gone to a few Al Capone's places because, you know, I, I, I'm a huge, but I am a buff when it comes to, to that type of stuff. Um, mm -hmm. 
But anyway, I was I was interested. It was cool to see that it wasn't Al Capone. It was some of the men that have decided to stick back, you know. So yeah. I thought that was pretty cool, you know. Yeah. So, no, it's interesting. We were actually investigating a location. Of course, the one thing with Nevada is a lot of places on the Strip don't want to be known as being haunted. So oh. we had to sign non-disclosures because they were afraid that it would affect their tourism. Oh, really? And one location, yeah, one location we investigated was a well-known hangout for the mob back in the day. And we actually had a spirit box session that guided us to a section of, you know, the downstairs room. And it was, you know, and all of a sudden we got body floor. Wow. And when we did our research afterwards, it was known that they buried a lot of their victims in the floor and that they're still there. Wow. So that was kind of interesting to learn after we, you know, that's one of those things where I wish I had known during. Right. Because <laughs> I could have done more with it. And then also there, I mean, I had my butt touched. And I was like, you know, who just grabbed my butt? And we got a he, me, as an EVP. <laughs> That's awesome. I've been recording that for like, just for, for giggles to make me smile later right. in my life. <laughs> yeah, I, I was just like, you know, and I didn't even know anything about that, you know, but it was just weird. And we even had a section where we had captured an EVP that said, stop police. Okay. So that would have probably been something residual happening in the area. Okay. You know? And then the one intelligent one that we got is... It wasn't too far from where Tupac was shot. Oh. And yeah, someone had said, you know, because yeah. it was the group we were with, and we had um, some employees of this location with us. And one of the employees said, you know, wouldn't it be cool if Tupac is actually here with us while we're working? And we got an EVP that said, I'm right here. Very cool. Now I'm wondering if it's because he crossed over or if he just, and he just came back to hang with you or what's going on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. Yes. While you're talking, I'm thinking I've talked to two gangsters on the other side, not knowing they were like family members to the person. And I'm, we're not like just gangsters. I'm talking like the godfathers, the head of the family, you know. Right. And so it's funny when I hear that. So it's like I, I now I'm thinking, God, you could probably ask them to come in. Uh, you could right. you could intelligently go into a spot and say, hey, dude, can you show up for five minutes and talk to us? You know. So then it's like, how do you determine who is now one that's crossed? God, I got a boatload. Now I got questions. So how do you determine if Tubak or somebody has crossed over and gone on their merry way and just came back to say hi versus they decide to stick around? That That's the tough part with this field is that's why we're all doing this so we can find the answers. Yeah. Into that. So, and who's to say that it was even him? That's you know, true. It could have been someone else saying, I'm right here. You know, hey, talk to me instead. Yeah, that's true. Well, that would be highly disappointed, though. Because I was thinking, I was going to say, hey, you and me, let's go up to Minnesota. We'll still talk to friends. You bring equipment and I'll ask them to come in. You know? <laughs> let's see what party we can have. <laughs> I got your next book idea. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> That'd be awesome. That would be awesome. I love it. So I now you got you said you got one book finishing. You have another one that you're going to be bringing out, huh? Yeah, that that's the legends. I'm actually finishing it up right now. Legends, lore, and Ghosts of the Vegas Valley. Okay. And so then when, uh, do think, when do you think that will be ready for at least pre-order? Because I know they take forever. They take forever. probably again next May because yeah. um, History Press likes to release their haunted books around Halloween. So they start releasing anytime between early August to mid October. Okay. Well, that makes sense. So then is the next book for the year after then, or are you going to try? Yeah, to it'll be for next year. year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 2023 for both, actually for both of them and hopefully for two more. It all depends on how fast I can get them out. Oh my gosh. 
you're amazing because I'll tell you what, I've been, Spirit's been telling me for like years to write one book. I actually had to go get hypnotized to find out why I won't write the book. <laughs> and you're just felting them out like no other, you know? <laughs> I'm gonna have to come and get direction from you. Like, how do you just sit down and do it, you know? So it, now do it takes a lot of energy to get me to sit down and write because I do that as my day job. Okay. <laughs> so I, I'm a freelance writer during the day and you know I do ghost writing for people's blogs and all of that stuff. So when it comes time to write my own book, I'm like, do I have to? <laughs> I've been writing all day. <laughs> wow, that's incredible. That's incredible. So it's like you're really a multifaceted woman all over the place, which is amazing. <laughs> you know, which is amazing. I love that. You know, maybe I'll have to hire you to write my book. <laughs> I'll give you the notes. You do it. I'll, I'll just talk to a recorder. You figure out the rest. <laughs> That's what I'm doing with Chris's books. Are you? So, I yeah, we it. get on a Skype call and I hit record and he just talks. Oh, that's beautiful. And he can so, talk. He can talk more than I talk. talk. I love it. He was like, you don't know. I mean, he was just like, he sent me a message afterwards going, I am so sorry I didn't stop talking. I'm like, no, thank God you did. Because every time I talk, it echoed really bad. So you were perfect. But you know? whenever we host the Warren Files, I'll be like, I'm going to talk first because I know Chris is going to take over. <laughs> and I even did that on our panels this week. And I'm like, okay, here's what I have to say about this topic. And I'm like, and Chris looked at me. I said, I'm talking first. <laughs> right. And then he talked the rest of the time. I love that. That is too cool. That is completely awesome. I love that. He, he recognizes it and we all joke about it. <laughs> Us people with big mouth, we just have to. You know, at, at some point you have to look in the mirror and just go, I got a mouth. That's it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's my strong point. It's my strong point. So outside of Florida, is there any other place you're going to investigate? Um, the Johns Pass area. It's in Madeira Beach. It's an old um, pirate hangout. And it's this gorgeous little boardwalk, and there's a lot of haunted locations. Uh, if you take any of the boat tours along the uh, St. Augustine Bay okay. or the Tampa Bay area and all that, there's a lot of haunted places that you can see from the river. And so I'm hoping to turn that into my next book. That's but we're looking cool. to do that. And then in the Vero Beach area, which is on the other side of the coast from where we're at, is where my parents live. Okay. And a friend of mine, he runs the Florida Bureau of Paranormal Investigations and also a tour company out there for ghost tours. And I'm going to be hopefully working with them on some of their investigations and events. Very, I love that. I that's amazing. I love that. You know, just because there's so much, and I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to have to have you send me a list of different places because, yeah, this week I'm I'm busy, but I'm going back to Florida a couple more times between now and in January. I'm thinking I can sneak something. In. I can sneak <laughs> something small in. You know. Now, is it true that I've heard that you're going to have a radio show? Oh, who told you that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they seem to be telling you welcome to the family so many times lately because it's like you're welcome to this family welcome to the agency family you know over and over i'm like mother <laughs> right well it's funny this one you know with the radio was intentional because you know i've been wanting to do this for a while and i saw that you know they were accepting new shows so i'm like okay i'm gonna jump on that one but with the agency we had been talking and then when i was looking actually i finally you know i should have researched before i talked to him about it but i researched after who he represents right and i'm like oh i know her i know him i know her. <laughs> <laughs> you posted i'm like welcome 
And you're like, no way. <laughs> I keep saying, welcome, Heather. I'm like, I'm well, someday we're going to have to meet just to say we're good friends at some point, you know. I, I'll yeah, tell we'll you have what. to co-host a show live on, you know, live at a location. <laughs> oh, that would be so cool, wouldn't it? I will, yeah. I will tell you what, that would be so amazing. And if I do decide to definitely come over to Dark Waters, we'll just have to do it. You know, we'll just, okay. yep. we'll just have to do it. Say, Todd, guess what? <laughs> and you'll be like, bet. But he will tell you, no snakes, no snakes. Because right. <laughs> Heather be like, I'm not scared. I'm like, good, because I'm gone. <laughs> so I love that. So what other interesting things do you have coming up? Um, I'm trying to think. Well, in September, the Warren Files comes back, and it starts the first Wednesday at 8 p.m., and it's every other Wednesday. It's where Chris McKittle and myself host various members from the foundation that talk about different topics. Okay. Of course, the first topic is going to be Haunted Southern Nevada Ghost Towns based off of the presentation I gave over the weekend. Okay. And um, then on the opposite weeks of those is my video podcast because the original show I have Exploring the Paranormal started and then I'm going to continue with that just doing presentations on there but that's also getting turned into the radio show on Tuesdays. Oh fabulous. So that'll be Tuesday mornings and then Wednesday nights I also have Ghost Education 101 which I've been doing for two years with Philip Wyatt. He's out of Atlanta Okay. and we have special guests come on and talk about you know different par it's more or less educating the public about the paranormal not just having a guest because they're famous. Right. It's we have guests that know what they're talking about type of thing. That's awesome. So, yeah. And then I'm teaching a class with Truckee Community College. It's a virtual class on haunted Southern Nevada ghost towns as well. And that's oh. coming out in September. That's incredible. I mean, I just, I look at you and somebody that took wine to go find, de you know, dead people and how you've turned it into such a beautiful career. It's just amazing, you know, and, and bringing it into, um, to a forefront. You know, it's, it, you know, like I was talking this last week, because in my world, everybody's talking about the awakenings happening. Like, there's no awakenings, honey. We've all been doing this forever. We're just more aware of it, you know? Right. You are, you are making people more aware because it always has been there. You know, it's always been there. Yeah. So, and we just have more access to it now because of TV shows. Yeah. You know, when I first started, I had to go to the library and check out stacks of books. You know, yeah. we didn't, ha you know, we had Ed and Lorraine Warren, you know, um, books by Hans Holzer and, you know, all of the, but it wasn't anything that we could just Google search real quick and have an answer or turn on Discovery Channel and have it right, you know, staring at us. Right. I mean, that's, that's incredible that you've been able to kind of pick that up and move forward with it a little bit more. So, you know, don't worry. He's, you know. <laughs> He can't figure out you're talking we're good <laughs> in my world everything's for a reason okay <laughs> that's all there is to it <laughs> that's what it is you know so by chance do you have with all your shows and all your activities do you have any like movie type deals coming or potentially coming um well like i had said we had um the the uh, pilot that we are the sizzle reel is what they called it. We um, kind of got shelved because they really didn't like, they took actually the show is airing, but they took it a different path than okay. what, you know, the paranormal path is our, what our segment was. Right. And um, he's still working on trying to get that picked up, okay. which, you know, hopefully he can, that would be great. I know with the Warren legacy foundation, we're working on a couple different things. I know there's a dramatic series, which is going to be a hundred percent, fake but loosely based on chris's life okay and I've, I've read the script for the pilot on that one and yeah i love it 100 <laughs> fake but loosely <laughs> but it, it's good as long as you don't go in knowing who the person is it's about 
because right. I know who it's about. It's like, eh. <laughs> you know, but you know, it's, but it's, you know, all the money from these projects are going to fund the foundation. Right. You know, it's really like right now matters. we have a case that we need to get people to, but we don't have the money to fly them in. Right. You know, so, but then the other thing we're working on is similar to um, like Anthony Bourdain, how his shows used to be. Okay. Chris, um, we're actually proposing a show with us um, mm -hmm. going from place to place, showing what the different religions are and how their beliefs in the paranormal are. Right. And that, well, that was one thing I asked Chris about. Yeah, yeah, it was all the different beliefs and because I was fascinated in that. So yeah. now when we go to the legacy foundation, the foundation itself, I know for myself, after speaking with you and speaking with Chris, I've kind of toyed with, I, I take it very seriously if I fill out that application. You know what I mean? I take it very, very seriously if I decide to do that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So where, where do you find, um, where, what type of person should apply to that? Uh, well, we have people of all backgrounds. Um, of course, we're non, fully non-denominational. And right now we, um, it's, it's kind of on pause, but we are, you know, because we want to make sure that our members that we have now are trained. Okay. But we're looking for people who have an understanding in the paranormal, have experience. Um, no, not everything's a demon because, believe it or not, we've actually interviewed people and we're like, how many cases have you had that, you know, there's a demon on there? And they'd be like, oh, I've done 100 exorcisms in the last year. Right. No, I doubt, I doubt it. Right. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. right. We're looking for people and also people who are open minded and willing to learn, okay. you know, because I've, I've learned a lot from working with Chris yeah. and it's not, you know, I've even changed how I view certain things because it's not what I remember, you know, what I believe before joining the foundation. Right. And Michelle, there is a third person talking, but they're not part of our yeah. show and it's not a demon and it's not a haunting. She's just, <laughs> she's in a location that had to be public and that's okay. So I just, I, I was going to ignore the comment. I went, no, I know people in my world are thinking, oh my God, we're haunted. We're not. It's okay, guys. <laughs> Don't worry about it. We're not haunted. Like I said, sometimes we have to be on location. And to me, you being on location someplace just excites the hell out of me. I'm like, oh my God, that's awesome. You know? And you should have seen me going around trying to find the perfect place with the back, with the yeah. background. Well, I see you because I see you backstage. I said, where the hell is she going? Like, don't tell me she's going goodbye bye or something, you know? Well, when I was over there, cars kept pulling in next to me and their engines kept. And I'm like, I can't even hear. But it works. I mean, literally, I mean, when I've been on location and it's because, you know, what, life still have to happen. I mean, they have to happen. And I'm going front of the house, in the house, back of the house, next to the house. I mean, the only place I picked was the place with the damn snake. You know what I mean? So I don't know which would have been the best of any of any of my situations. But you have to do with what you got. You know, I am thinking the next time I go to Florida on a location, I'm going to be on the beach because. Yeah. The shark will be in the water and the snake's not coming in the sand. I'm good. I'm golden. Uh, yeah, be careful. Dad, 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 don't scare me now. <laughs> At least I can see them coming through the sand. <laughs> this was I was in the front yard garden in January. Who knew snakes would be awake at that time? Right. And you'll you'll just get the sand crabs that pop up from the sand oh. at your feet. <laughs> I, I, I can deal with that. I can deal with the snake crab. I can't deal with something that bleh. Eyeballs. I'm getting better. I've, I've actually had a lot of hypnotism since that snake incident over a year ago. So I'm getting better or almost a year ago. So I decided after that I had to give up my fear, you know, so I, I had to close the computer and it would have been under broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> you would have loved it. 
Thank God the guy, the lady I was with was going, you're okay, are you fine? I'm like, oh, it's looking at me. So now I can actually take my grandkids to the zoo and look at the big snakes and like get with it. I mean, I know there's glass, I'm good, they can't get me, but I, I couldn't do that before. So I'm so much better than I used to be. So a long way to go, you know? So, as, you know, what would you tell any, we got a couple of minutes. So what would you tell anybody, you know, right off the bat, if you're going to go into paranormal investigation, what would you tell somebody? Uh, do it for the right reasons because so many people go into it for the fame. They think, oh my goodness, you know, but in reality, there's so many paranormal investigators out there that the chances of you slipping into something, you know, is rare, especially if you're pushing for it. Cause like with me, um, I stayed true to myself. I stayed true to why I was in this field. And I just started, you know, I started with ghost education 101 and then I started with the Warren files and, you know, everything outside of the book deal, which I sent in a proposal and now they're coming to me, everything I've done in this field, they've come to me. You know, it's the um, producers for the TV series came to me and asked us if we would go to Goldfield and film the sizzle roll. Um, the documentary, they came to us and asked if we wanted to be because they liked the idea of a family of investigators. And that's what they featured in the documentaries. And, you know, so it's just people are coming to us. And that's that's the type of people you want on the shows because, you know, we're humble. We stay true to ourselves, you know. And we were watching, even though it was a horror convention, all the celebrities, we were near Celebrity Row so we could see it. Mm -hmm. And they would be like, okay, you know, take the money, move on. And they didn't spend any time talking to the fans or anything like that. Where we had people at our table for one, two, three, four hours. We had to be like, you know, hey, we got to go. We have a panel. Right. And the group at our table would follow us to our panel discussion. Wow. <laughs> you know, and it's, it's the celebrities that kind of, I think, even though some of them are good, some of them are nice. I know several of them. It, it, they're kind of, I don't want to say in it for the money, but they're not as personable anymore. Right. You know, well, and yeah, I, they, I truly believe that we need to stay humble. And, yeah. yeah. And that can be really hard sometimes. So I, I'm glad that you're still there and still accessible, which is amazing. Yeah. You know, and I apologize for the few yawns this weekend because I will tell you, you understand travel. Like, trust me, I was in one part of Wisconsin one day, I was in another part of Wisconsin, and I, I know lots, I'm like, we live in lakeland and i didn't even think anything of it because um it was just outside of universal the convention and on a normal day 30 35 minutes to get there but we weren't thinking you know theme park traffic in the morning and it would take us an hour to an hour and a half to get there in the morning but going home was like 30 minutes if i had, had remembered what traffic was like in Orlando, we probably would have stayed in a hotel, but we went Friday, Saturday, and Sunday driving. You know, we'd leave our house at eight in the morning. We'd leave Orlando, you know, 10, 11 o'clock because right. we would still be speaking at a panel at 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. You know, and we didn't want to, you know, rush the fans, but I had my husband and my son went with as well. And it was, it was funny. My son, um, he's been dealing with depression for the last year and a half and he actually got on stage with us and talking and interacting, sharing his experiences with the paranormal. And he, it was the first time I'd seen him shine like that in a long time. So I think, you know, this is really good for him. I think that's amazing for him. That's that's awesome. Mm -hmm. And I will tell you with everything I was doing, I kept seeing your pictures going, why am I at this event? I want to be there. <laughs> I love where I'm at, but I want to be there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was, I'm getting more and more as I meet more people and just so many amazing people, you know what I mean? I want to do more things. I don't know. It's just me. So 
who knows? Maybe one bed I'll be able to see you. You know, yeah, just oh, you know, big hugs. So. Yeah, we'll just have to reach out to the agency and have them plan us to do something together. That, that sounds like a plan. That sounds like a put me and Heather together someplace. You know what I mean? I, I will. I was pushing yep. room for her of nothing else. <laughs> yeah, I know I need to talk to him anyway because Joe Frankie, who actually he was handpicked by Ed and Lorraine Warren to do this work. Oh wow! And he was, you know, basically with them from the whole time. And he wants to do um, tours with me as well. So I'm going to be talking to him about possibly bringing Joe aboard as well. And that'd be awesome. Matter of yeah. fact, send Joe my way. I'd love. To, I would love. I would love to okay. have bring him on. I would love to yeah, he, he, we just named him our chairman of the board for the Warren Legacy Foundation. Oh my but god. He works, yeah, he works side by side with Lorraine and Ed. Yeah. Oh my god, that is so awesome. Yeah. I want to bring him on. You know, I know how okay. to get a hold of him. So my 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 in I'm gonna use is you. <laughs> that's fine. I, I think that's what most people do. They get me on their podcast first and then they're like, Hey, can you get Chris and Joe? Well, and the funny thing is, if I didn't ask Chris, I mean, all of a sudden he's popping up like, I want to be on your show. I'm like, really? Really? Oh, my God. I would have never told you to say yes. Not in a million years. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, I, I try to just book us all at the same time because, you know, people end up asking anyway. Well, there you go. There you go. Well, I'm learning about each person as we go, believe it or not. You know, because yeah. you were the person I knew, you know. Right. Didn't know, know about anybody else. And then all of a sudden, Chris says, I'm like, yeah, who are you? Oh, my God, that's who you are. That's cool. You know, uh, you, honestly, you will be the first time I use for anybody to bring them on through a third party. <laughs> You're being true to yourself. <laughs> Beautiful, hon. Well, I thank you so much again for coming on. I just, you know what? You're just such an amazing person. The work you do and this education that you're giving to so many people. I appreciate you. you know? Thank you so much for having me again. It was Thank fun. You. And how do people find you really quick? Okay. Um, I have a new website. You can either go to explorationparanormal.com or you can go to heatherleephd.com spelled exactly how I have it on the screen. Okay. Just it's all one word instead of spaced out. So, and that'll take you to my website with everything I have there. I love that. I love that. Well, I'm hoping many people go. I do know a few went after the last time to things and filled out applications. So I'm so excited. So thank you again for coming on and educating and congratulations on your new book launch and radio show and agency. And wow, I cannot wait to see what else happens. I just thank you wait. so much. So thank you. You have a great day, Miss Heather. You too. Bye. Everybody else, I'll be back in a few minutes with your weekly poll. This is School Through Spirit with Diet Renee. Would you like to be a part of something new, something different? Host a show with WLTK-DB Talk Radio and dare to be different. We offer full production and live engineering of your show by a real person, not a pesky computer. Just visit WLTKDB.com and click pricing to get started. It's not as much as you think and a great way for you to get your message to the world. Better hurry. Slots fill up fast and you don't want to miss out on this excellent opportunity. Visit WLTKDB.com and contact us for more information now. WLTKDB Talk Radio. Paranormal talk is our business. And business is good. From its beginnings, Eust was created to unleash the excellence of nature's healing powers and bring them to people everywhere. 
With almost 90 years in the market, they are considered a worldwide pioneer in complete herbal wellness therapy. All Swiss-used products are natural, essential oil-based, pleasant, and harmonious. They are extracted from plants and herbs with the latest technology to ensure the best results. Swiss Used Live Healthy with Consultant Stephanie will guide you in the right direction to find the perfect essential products just for you. For example, have an upset tummy? Try our soothing chamomile that has not only been used by many, but trusted for years. Keep in mind, you just can't get these amazing oils at your local shopping center. They're just too special. For that, you need a connection. And that connection is Stephanie. Want some? Then head on over to Facebook and search Swiss Used Live Healthy. That's Swiss Used Live Healthy. And contact Stephanie today. This is Jet Renee back with School to Spirit on WLTKDB.com. Um, what an incredible morning this morning with Heather Lee. Um, gosh, what just amazing. I love this lady. I can't even tell you. I just have so much respect for her and love and admiration for the work she does and all that she does do. And she is just, again, check her out. Check out her website. Check out her books. She's She truly is incredible. She really is incredible. And I, I cannot tell you, I'm just so fortunate that she reached out the first time to come onto the show and that I said yes and we said yes and just a development so and so much that I've learned from her so she is a wealth of, edu of education of information um, again she is part of the Warren Legacy Foundation um, but she's so reachable she's so and I'm not gonna say Chris isn't or Joe Frankie isn't and everybody else but you know i I just know how reachable Heather is so and I know their passion to educate is huge so um, again, please go and look at that. Um, I also want to let you know that the Warren Legacy Foundation does have a patron page um, of which I am going to see if I can find it and put it in the show comments. Um, I think it's on Chris's page. I'm not quite sure. Um, they, they do have a patron page. <coughs> um, if I can find it, I'm going to put it in the comments for you guys um, because the patron page really is, you know, a lot of, a lot of places is, we have them, you know, we do. Why? Because there's, we need help. We need help to get messages out. The patron page will definitely be um, one that helps to get um, more information out to the community. It, it helps pe them get people to people that need assistance. So any donation they do, I do know that they have a lot of different levels. Um, I can't even find it right now, but if you do go to, I do know if you go to the Warren Legacy Foundation, um, you know what? I'm just going to click that link. I'm going to put that. I'm going to put that in the um, comments, and that'll give just a better idea for you guys to go to find them, um, to find them to literally just go, go donate, go watch, go sign up, go do what you got to do. This is a great organization that she is just so proud to be part of. Um, oh my God! I'm all over the place, guys. I'm all over the place. Um, to really just help them help the community. If that makes sense, help them help the community. Because so many people just don't realize that literally, you know, there is a lot of people that have a lot of, you know, they have hauntings in their house. They really do. They have this residual energy. They have intelligent hauntings. I just put the Warren C. Legacy um, email up there or website up there. 
but they do have this stuff going on. This is real, guys. This isn't something fake. Um, you may not have it in your home, or maybe you've never had a friend have it, but for people that have it, it's real, and they really do need help. And this foundation goes out to help people, and it's at no charge. They don't charge a single person to go do this stuff, but they do need assistance because, you know, they do need, you know, they need help with gas money sometimes to get there. They need help with sending people in to educate, you know, if it's a bigger case, you know, as when we had Chris on, you see there's a lot, a lot more in depth. It's, it's, it's huge. You know, Chris doesn't even live in America because he can't afford to live here and still do what he does. He can live in Peru or someplace else for pennies on the dollar. It's not because, you know, um, not that he doesn't like the places he's staying at, but you know what? He can do so much more using so much less money. Okay. Um, so he's not living this, you know, exaggerate lifestyle that we, you know, that we might want to think he is. Um, but he does it like he said for pennies on the dollar. He pennies on the dollar to do what he's got to do, you know. So any help, guys, you know, doesn't put, you know, Chris in a, a big hotel in Peru, guys. It just, it really does go help to um, help other people, okay. So please take the time. Go look at the, you know, the, the application. If you feel drawn to it, fill out the application. Become, become part of the team. Um, or, you know, just join one of the tiers. It doesn't take much money to help sometimes, guys. It doesn't take much money. So let's do our five-card stud, guys. Five-card stud today. I'm going to use Nature's Whispers cards. Let me know if you're still there. Um, hey, Modula. See you. Oh, my gosh. Glad to see you're still there, Mo. Love it, love it, love it. Thank you, Michelle. Hello, Michael. So many people joined in. Deidre still there. Yes. Uh, it really feels like that sometimes, doesn't it? It does. And by the way, guy, guys, Deidre there you see in the comments, we're welcoming her to the station. Also, she's got a show that's coming on. We're launching that September 21st, I believe. Tim is still here. Yes. Thank you. So, guys, going back to five-card stud here, pick a number, one through five, any one. You can pick one number, two, all five. It's up to you. This, this is up. Oh, got one jumper, guys. I don't usually do jumpers, but when I got one, we got one. So, um, other than that, we're going to start with, is Lori still here? Okay, I got a few jumpers, guys. I got jumpers. I got jumpers. That's how we're doing it this week, apparently. And you know what's funny is I got a total of five jumped out at me, so that's how we're doing it this week. Who knew? Who knew? So. Total five jumped out, so we're going to take it and run. Okay, we got beautiful cards. Oh, my God, cards I haven't used, cards I've used before, cards that I want to go, to. <laughs> Everybody knows that. Everybody knows what card it is when I see it. I go, ooh, I hate talking about that card. I don't even know why I hate talking about it. It's just, I don't maybe I got issues with it. Maybe I got issues with it. You know, maybe that's what it is. Um. Okay, and yeah, I know. And you know what? I think when this time it comes around, I'm just going to read the book. And you know how often I bring out the book. I think just to get over my <clears throat> with the card, we're just going to read the book on the card and go from there. So, but card one, number one, guys, if you pick card number one, it is the illumination card, guys. You need to put light on things. You need to look at it. You know what? When I'm looking at this card, you know, this card, every time I look at this card, I see something new. I see something bigger, brighter, more beautiful in this card. But I want to also say, if you notice this, illumination is not the light of the sun. So you don't have a lot of light on something. You've got something that's in the shadow, something that you're not quite seeing, not looking at. And you need to really put some light on that, some focus on that, okay? You need to bring out the details of what's going on. So if you have contracts going on, don't sign until you look at the fine print. If you're looking at changes in your life, moves, things like that nature, 
Put some light on it. Really look at it in depth. Don't just do it wanny nanny and go. Okay. So if you pick number one, this means that it's really time to really kind of look at things a little bit closer, but put some light on it. Okay. The card we all know I don't like heighten your vitality. So because I just look at this card and go every time, we're going to read the book. How's that sound? What's the book say? Heighten your vitality. Tap, tap into the depths of your being and draw on your personal power. If you feel like your energy is low, infuse your mind with warmth of sunlight and visualize, a, visualize this light bringing new energy into you. You have energetic res reserves to draw on. Allow this energy boost to flow through you. Connect other, with others or do something you love to continue creating the change you need. Spend time with your friends, smile, laugh, and share human touch. Doesn't that make sense why I have a hard time with that card? Doesn't it make sense? I am a do, 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 do for everybody and anything on myself. I mean, yeah, I myself, but it's like my work related. Boom, boom, boom. So it really is going, guys, into tap on yourself. All those things I hate to do. This is what this card's about. No wonder why I struggle. No wonder why I struggle. Every time I see this card, my throat swells up, everything, and I just go. <sighs> so, guys, look at that. Okay. Look within. Look within. See the possibilities. You know, take time to smile. All those type of things. So card number three, I like this. Clear Endeavor. I like this. Look at this. This means winter's coming again. I know everybody just kind of flipped me off in the screen, didn't you? Y'all just growled at me. But look at how pretty that is. To me, that's winter. That's beautiful. I'm not, I'm not a snowbird. I go, I, or I, I'm not a person who goes out and plays in the snow. I'm not a skier. I'm not a snowmobiler. But I will tell you, I still love the season. I do. I love the prettiness of it. I love sitting in a cuddly blanket and drinking hot chocolate looking at it snow i'm that person um so i'm more of the snow bunny i guess get me some white bibs let's go so but clear endeavor i like this because you know what when you're looking at this you have things coming up you have got you know clarity is happening on things in your life that you want to do there's a clarity going on okay so trust with that when you're looking at that you're looking at all the details it's all happening you're looking at it from above looking down and you can see it all happening okay so now if you pick number five you are looking at some advancement in your life some new things happening and going forth forth with that card number four is the laughter card the laughter card i love this card it's so giggly fun i mean where else can you find two horses pegasus with fairies and magic wands come on this really is just about having fun, and that's what you need to put into your life. You need to find that inner child in you and not work with it for the aspect of, oh, my God, we got to hear the inner, heal the inner child, which we always hear. This is really about just letting it out to play, just letting it out to play. So if it rains in your area, get out and play. You know, if something's happening, get out and play. Laugh. See the humor in life. It doesn't all have to be serious. Card number five. I like this card. It's the expansion card. I love this card. Okay. I do like this because if you look at this card, how it works, you know, the forefront is the smaller aspect expanding into something larger. And that's what this card's talking about is that you're bringing things together and your world is starting to open up. Okay. It's starting to open up. You have been in the planning phase, the want to do phase, the I'm trying to figure it out phase long enough and your world is starting to open it up. Things that you wanted to do are going to start happening. So all those wish lists, wish lists, those wants are going to start coming into you. I'm going to tell you though, they may not be exactly how you planned it. It may be something bigger and brighter. It might be something different altogether, but trust me, your world's opening up. So card number one was the illumination. Card number two, heighten your vitality. Card number three, the clear endeavor. 
Four is laughter and five is expansion. Love it. Five crap, Tim. <laughs> you are perfectly fine, Tim. You are perfectly fine. That's okay. Just means you're going to put less rocks in your yard and more grounding spaces, right? So let's do um, let's do a clarification card. What do we want to use? What to do? What to do? I don't even know. Let's do Denise Lynn's. I just sit over there and go, oh, oh, which one? <laughs> Let's do one clarification card, okay? Let's do Denise Lynn's um, Sacred Traveler cards for uh, for a clarification. Let's see what we got. I'm not going to wait for jumpers. Okay, it is finding the sanctuary, opening up your sacred, sacred source. I like this, okay? Because I honestly think this card could honestly go with any of them. Opening to your spirit, or I can't read spiritual source da, 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 da. Um, and i do believe with that in this aspect because in all of these every one of these cards you have to go to what if what that is that feeds you spiritually okay this may be if your god you know it might be your higher power you might find yourself um, it might be you know your puppy dog whatever it is that feeds you spiritually this is where you need to go to this week to really help with a lot of these aspects okay so keep that in mind, okay? When you when you go, oh my God, how am I going to do this? Oh my God, how am I going to do that? Go to whatever it is that feeds your soul. And that's what's going to help you accomplish this week what you need to accomplish, okay? So with that being said, let's talk about these shows, guys, because you know I love to advertise them. Number one, guys, I want to tell you, uh, we got a lot of new shows going on. We have a lot of new shows going on. But how are you going to find them? If you don't know what you're doing, if you can't find us, if you're having a hard time finding us on Facebook or type it in the web address, whatever might the issue might be, um, do me a favor and um, go to our app. Go to your app store, okay? Whether you're on, if you have an Apple phone or you have an Android, you can go to your app store, Google Apps or, app, you know, the app store, and you can look up WLTK, and then it's going to go WLTK DB Talk Radio. Click on that. You're going to see our logo. Download that. It's free. It's free. But you can listen to our archives off there. You can listen to our current shows off there. Such an amazing resource. And we are the first one to have the app, guys. So our producer worked really hard. Do me a favor, download it onto your computers or your phones, whatever you wherever you can download this thing. It's gonna it's it's gonna help you to find us a little bit easier. As always, you can go to the station, WLTKDB.com, and listen to us there. Um, or of course Facebook, Twitter, or Facebook, Twitch, or YouTube also. Because you know what? We like to spread it around a little bit. Um, we also turn this into a podcast where we're done, guys, and we are everywhere. Um, as you've seen, I do have um, at one a podcast form on Amazon Music, which is this show, not my other show, this show you can find at Amazon Music. So feel free to go there. Now we can watch in the app too. Yes, yes, you can. So um, I don't know if you can watch, but you can definitely listen. I don't know. I'll have to find clarity on that. But again, guys, um, if you have if you have Amazon Music, you can find this show, School Through Spirit, on Amazon Music. And again, after the show is done, you know, the producer flips it over and bing, there you go. You can find it there. So let's talk about the shows because this station is growing. It's growing like insane. This month, new, new September, there's new shows. I think possibly October, there might be some new shows. If you want a show, there's spots. Make a new show. Come on in. Mondays, though, always Monday morning is myself with School Through Spirit, 9 a.m. Uh, at noon, we have got Barnaby Jones. He's from noon to one, and that is Monday Morning Monsters. Be the Change with Christina Bloom is on tonight at 8 p.m. 
uh, tomorrow night I kick it off. Uh, wait, no, 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 no. September 14th. Oh my God. Heather starts September 14th, guys. That's like two weeks away. She will be on at 9 a.m. Exploring the Paranormal with Heather Lee. That's in two weeks, September 14th. Um, tomorrow, tomorrow night, 6 p.m. is Unfiltered with Diet Renee. That's myself. Oh, by the way, guys, I'll be on this week. I won't be on next week. Todd, did you know I won't be here next week? So I will have one week where I'm not there. Um, yeah, sorry about that, guys. Just realized I'm going to be in Florida. I'm not going to be very good to you, are you? am I? Anyway, so I'm going to have a I'm going to have a bye week, and I believe there will be actually two weeks of not being there because the week after that, I do believe is a station break. Okay, so I'm going to talk to you about that in a minute. A moment to moment with Linda Hope is on at 7 p.m. tomorrow night, and Paranormal Pete with Pete Urbea is on at 10 p.m. on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, September 21st, starting September 21st. Self care. What's paranormal got to do with it? With Deidre Sanford. Oh my God, that is so freaking phenomenal. She'll be on at 10 a.m. on Wednesdays, so that is her brand new show. Um, you can see her in the comments. Um, and right after her at 11 a.m. on the same day, September 1st, we have got the Donut Run with Brandon and Mary. Oh my God, that'll be interesting. I can't wait to find out about that show. But the Donut Run with Brandon and Mary at 11 a.m. also starting September 21st. Psychic Hour with Kelly Brickle at 3 p.m. See and Beyond with Kelly and Cheryl at 4.30 p.m. When did that show start? Oh, my God. All these new ones. Over the Target with Missy Ford and Nicole. <laughs> Missy Hart and Nicole Ford is at 8 p.m. on Wednesdays. On Thursdays, we have Chat with Charlie. with um, That's with host Stephanie Lynn at 9 a.m. Realm of Darkness with Rennie Rodriguez and Ashley Moreno is at 7 p.m. The Afterlight Chronicles with Nicole Strickland. And by the way, guys, it's a few months out, but I'm going to be on her show December 1st. And she's at 8 p.m. Voices of the Dead with Kevin Drake is at 9 p.m. on Thursdays. And Fridays, we start 9 a.m. The Good Shit Show with Missy Hart. 3 p.m. is the Psychic Hour with Reading Show with Kelly Brickle. Um, Secrets Within, Red, Rennie Rodriguez is at 8 p.m. And the Haunted Voices is back, guys, as of September 16th with Todd um, Todd Bates and Nicole Strickland. Oh, my God, guys. Oh, my God. So much. So much. So, again, guys, I want to also let you know. I want to kind of bring you up to speed before I say goodbye here. Um, next week, I will not be here again. Guys, I, you're not going to see my face. We got – but next Monday, we have got – Terry Flick and Danny Lucemore coming on to take my spot here. Um, they will be on two for two hours. And honestly, I don't know what they're going to talk about, but trust me, you're going to love the show. You got to just tune in to love the show, okay? Uh, that Tuesday night, no, not going to have a show, guys. Why? Because I literally get off my plane at like six thirty-five. I don't know where I would do it. Where am I going to do readings? And if I did it, it would have to be from. It would have to probably be from the airport. Me and my granddaughter. And I don't know if I could really make that happen. So. Probably not going to happen, guys. Sorry. It'd be a great show. It'd be an awesome show, but probably isn't going to happen. So sorry about that, guys. And the week after is a staycation, which means the whole station is taking a week off. Todd really needs a moment to himself to get some peace and serenity. I think he's going off grid. I don't blame him if we do. But the week of the 5th through the 11th is no show. But I will be back with you September 12th. And I have got, I am going to massacre her name. And I'm so sorry about this, Erica. But it's Erica Marsha. Boz Bozier have. She is a beautiful woman. 
out of um, Florida, and I cannot, I cannot wait to bring Erica on. I really can't. I have been watching her and Googling her from a distance, and she's just another incredible medium that has done so many incredible things, and I cannot wait to bring her on. So, guys, you won't see me until September 12th on this show. I do apologize. We, you know, again, you won't see me, but you know what? That's okay. Everybody needs a break from this voice. It doesn't know how to shut up. So, that being said, guys, have a great day. I will see you tomorrow night if you come in to see my show. Enjoy the station. Enjoy the ads. This has been Tiet Renee with School Through Spirit on WLTKDB.com.